everyone. Thanks for joining us once again for Riding Through the Ages, a revolving journey through the eras of Common Rider. My name is Eric. And I'm Eugene. And today we will be in episode 11 of Common Rider 71, the blood-sucking monster Gebekondor. <laughs> or Gebador. Jiba Condor. Jiba Condor. Jiba Condor. I don't know. Or Gebekondor. You know, let's go with Bacondor. Gebekondor. Gebekondor. Gene Bacondor. Sounds like a, a, a neighbor in a sitcom. <laughs> kind of does. The guy's just like, who legally changed his middle name to be Bacon. Right. G. <laughs> G yeah. It's like. Uh, he's G. Garrett Bacon. G door. Yeah. <laughs> Gary Bacon door. <laughs> Pleasure to meet you. Um, this. Oh, right. Uh, this episode <laughs> aired June 12th, 1971. Written by. Tako Nagashi, and directed by Yutaro Otoa. Yeah, we got to get to the important stuff if we start making fun of the name. <laughs> yeah. So now, uh, do you remember what happened in the last episode? Uh, kind of, sort of. Yeah, the same I, thing happened in the episode before it? Yeah, yeah it's like very similar. <laughs> it was the two, the, the two episodes they made from one episode mm-hmm. of fighting the Cobra Man. And from now on, we have actual, legit new story. Yeah. Yeah, they're kind of But weird to... story, because he's still out. Yeah, he's still out. Oh. Um, so I remember this one as being the one when I realized something's up. Yeah, something's up. Something's really up. <laughs> you'll you'll realize it when you're watching. You're like, oh, something's up. <laughs> uh, yeah. This is so. This is episode eleven. Um, and this is like it's actually getting like popular. I'm trying to remember. I think it's between this right around this w- week or so, uh, uh, like next couple of episodes is when the first movie came out. Oh, I think. But it was like. We're not going to watch it because it's, it's just like a recut of a couple of episodes. So it's not like they completely remade it. Yeah, I think it's the recut of the, um, uh, not Cobra Man, but what was the other one? The one where he fought at like the World Trade Center or the World... Uh, oh. Uh, it wasn't Cobra Man. It was... Um, the, uh, it's not the Sarasarian. It's the, the... The Chameleon. The, yeah, the Chameleon. It was the Grim Reaper Chameleon. I was going to say Lizard, but I knew it was I think a... they recut those two episodes into, like, a movie. Okay. If I remember correctly. It was... But it wasn't, like, a... Um, Feature-length. Yeah, it wasn't, like, an actual movie movie. So that's why we're not going to bother yeah. watching it. Um, at least that's what I remember. Anyways. Uh, yeah, come to find out, you're missing out, like, the, the best movie ever made. I do remember that, like... The the interesting thing about the movie was that it came out in theaters when there technically wasn't an actor playing Common Rider. Oh, because <laughs> he was in the hospital, right? And that was like the the weird thing about it. <laughs> um. So yeah. So this is the eleventh uh, episode, and I guess it's doing pretty well. Mm. <laughs> so, but it's that's kind of interesting that it, things just shit. Yeah, but it stays popular though. Otherwise, oh yeah, it stays popular. They they pick up with some stuff and um. And it's going to be, I think, episode 14 or 15 when we can watch uh, coming out of the first movie. Right, the remake. or The remake, yeah. so you can see how bad it is. Um, great suits. <laughs> uh, but very, I think it came out in 2010, 2011, around there. It's a very 2011 movie. Okay. An Asian movie mm. where you're not sure when things are actually happening. Oh. There's a whole secondary uh, plot line that happened years before, and they don't tell you that till the end. <laughs> Okay, yeah. yeah, and then you finally get it. Uh, right now, I'm watching um, the series on Netflix, the Juon series. So basically, the Grudge. Oh yeah, for us. Uh, there's now like the the prequel series, I guess. I don't yeah, know. It's hard to explain, but it keeps shifting through time, but it doesn't say that it's shifting through time. At least I think it's shifting through time. So I've seen that done good, and I've seen it done bad. Yeah, but the point is, the whole time I'm like, wait a minute, what's? And it, they'll just 
randomly introduce people like their own grudge story but with no context or anything you're not you're not aware that these people are now important yeah and then suddenly it's like oh okay i was supposed to be paying attention to these people yeah it's just kind of hard to follow so i'm assuming <laughs> yeah so uh it, 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 is it just a japanese style of directing like a kind Bakano of was good about being uh its storyline being multiple parts like each episode each scene mm. uh it takes place over the course of three years mm. um 31 32 and 33 i believe oh, okay um but it's the scenes will just it'll be like one scene isn't 30 one scene isn't uh 32 and they don't tell you oh they tell you at the beginning of each episode okay at the beginning of each episode you're like these are the characters because it's also there's the same characters in all three years so it's like these are the characters that are in this episode in 31 these are the characters in this episode in 32 and these are the characters in this episode in 33 now keep up <laughs> yeah i can figure it out yeah and i mean it keeps you really engaged but it's yeah you have to like pause it and okay so who was what were they just doing what year was it yeah uh-huh. keep notes now i cloud atlas is the first movie that comes to mind as far as it slipping back and forth through time but i can only imagine how difficult that would be if it was within a shorter time frame and they were all players at each point in time yeah so like um one of the wolverine novels i read uh was like that and it, the chapters were uh, the chapters didn't have any titles except for then and now <laughs> okay and so it gave you a little different thing because you you had less information than the characters in the now because mm. they knew the entire then story right but you didn't mm. and so as you get to the end of the then story you're you, like oh. that's why they were acting like that in the now but um yeah that doesn't work in the common writer movie <laughs> all that being said it's not done very well uh, but it's still a movie worth watching just for the visual spectacle of it. Right, right. Um, and the desire of, oh, it could have been off. Right. Plus, we don't necessarily have to... Okay, what I'm trying to say is we're not necessarily watching each season because the season is good. Yeah, we're watching it because we're revolving. We're doing it all. Right. Right now, we're in a in a block of four good ones, but I imagine <laughs> one of these days we're going to line up where all four of them are just like, I don't know if all four of them ever get really bad. Um, I guess the thing is we'll never know because next one will have Saber. And neither of us know anything about Saber. Yeah. So in the same way, from now on, it's always going to be a... Eh. At least maybe one of them's good. Yeah, maybe. One of them's going to be different. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because I, I'm trying to think, like, uh, yeah, I mean, the next two in the line of uh, Heisei mm-hmm. are... Both good. Agito and Os. So we're going to have another good year at least. Yeah, those two are going to be at least good. Um, And we'll be in the second half of 71. Right. And so I have no idea about Saber. And then Saber. Yeah, yeah and, then, and then the unknown. Which uh, we, when we were watching Zero One last week, we were going to talk about the Saber. Oh, yeah, uh, we, wa- we watched the Sailor. The, uh, the trailer, uh, but we totally forgot to mention, I yeah. think. Because uh, there was so much that happened in Zero yeah, One. Yeah, it's like, forget that. So, yeah, so we can talk about that right now. Yeah. The... uh the preview for saber mm-hmm. and so you look at it and you're just like eh, i don't know it looks yeah, very trailer kind of sucks but at the same time it seems interesting because it looks like very kitty yeah but i think i should show you we should watch the it's more context i probably need to watch the zero one trailer or something yeah because i showed you the preview for i showed you the zero one henshin transformation mm-hmm. and that looks very kitty it did it, yeah. but then the show is like much better much different so this it's all about like how yeah, it's... I'm, I'm holding back my judgment. The only thing I can say right now is that I don't really like the suit. Yeah, but uh, the suit changes all the time. Yeah, it's a little extra. Yeah, because it's like two halves. Yeah, because like has... they're, they're going with the 
with the double thing, but well, it's not double. I mean, there's not two people, but the, the as far as half and half. Suit, yeah. And the only issue I have with it is it's like at least the other one looked kind of sleek and cool, and this one's like ah, ridges and stuff poking out. Well, because it's supposed to be like fantasy. Yeah, fantasy. Like knights. It, it looks very uh, magic based. Yeah, we actually I've seen a couple episodes of Garo, and I'm sitting here like, oh, so you're making a magic knight. Well, there's been some. There's been several magic based common riders. Mm. There was one common uh, rider wizard. Yeah, but this one's like straight up. He has a sword too, so it's like yeah. Well, they all they all usually have swords. Yeah, or weapons. But his, it, it his seems sword, like his base form his, is yeah, because he's uh he's common rider saber, and he actually uses a saber as his henchman device. Right. It's yeah. like his belt is like a saber, and he yeah, pulls little, it off and transforms. Tiny. Uh, so yeah, I'm pretty sure he's probably going to use a sword all the time since his name's Carmen Rider Saber. Yeah, he whips out a book, which is a fairy tale of a dragon or something. I'm yeah, sure. I, just from watching the trailer, that's what I picked up. Is yeah, they're like generic names for fairy tales. Yeah, and so it's going to be, but you never know. Yeah. It, uh. So yeah, because some of them looked, some of the shows have looked really cool, cool, and have sucked. Mm. Uh, Ghost was really dull, but the suit was so good. Um. And, like, the idea of Ghost sounds amazing because mm. he uses the spirits of historical figures as his powers. Okay, so you're thinking, oh, how can you mess this up? And they mess it up. Okay, well, don't tell me how they mess it up. That'll be interesting when the time comes. <laughs> yeah. Wait, how, how long is that going to be? Uh, that's always way. Yeah, like seven years or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, we— I feel like I asked that question before. Yeah, so we are going to—because that's the most recent one mm. that was not good oh, okay. that I remember. Right. And some of some of the shows we'll watch just don't stick the landing. Okay, yeah, which is kind of common thing in just shows in general. Mm. Uh, but they don't suck so bad at the end that you can't remember yeah. them being good. Right. Um, I'm sure. I'm sure there's going to be something that for each season, something that's good about it. And so what I've seen though is that um, a lot of people didn't like the main actor in Ghost. But what I've seen is that I think it was the main showrunner for Ghost that's the that was the problem because. When Ghost appeared in X Aid's story, it was good. It was good. Okay, yeah, it could just be the the writers for yeah. that season, or it great. could be because you know they start out as they're like just young actors, so they just get better as they go. Right. Also true. Yeah, I mean you've already seen Arta's character actor get better in just these ten episodes. Yeah, you ten know? episodes, really yeah. solid. Yeah, a little bit less uh, showing a screechy protagonist. A little yeah, bit more, uh... <laughs> just a better actor. Right. Um. So yeah. Uh. Any idea what the monster is? <laughs> just a, you know, a bacon condor. A bacon condor. A G-bacon condor. Yeah, G-bacon condor. It's out here <laughs> popping caps. Yeah. G-bang-bang. Bang. No, uh, I, I, I'm I 100% sure there won't be uh, uh, a bacon-covered condor with a 40 in his hand, but <laughs> if there was, <laughs> you'd be like, I'm not gonna. I've lived a complete life. <laughs> this is before the bacon craze, just so you know. <laughs> um, if this was, If this was like... 2012, it would be a monster made out of bacon. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah. Yeah, no predictions. I, it's kind of hard to say. Because, I mean, it was already kind of hard to predict anything with this series, and now it's... And now you you know that the actors... I, I know, yeah, it's going to be a totally different dynamic. Yeah, because there's no... They'll still, like, Hongo's still the main character, but he's not in the show at yeah. all. <laughs> he's the main character in name at the moment. Yeah. But that's okay, because the real main character, like we were saying... Tachibana? Yeah, he's ready. Yeah, <laughs> he's, he's ready going. to step up. Okay, so we are going to go watch that. And we're back. Yep. So... They actually get pretty creative, but they managed to do it. Uh, you know, honestly, I liked it. <laughs> I, in some ways, it was better than the other format. I mean, it's, in other ways, it's worse. But yeah, uh, they actually really had to make an interesting plot, I suppose. Yeah. 
<laughs> well, they had to figure out a way to get around Hong Well, Kong. yeah, the fact is the, the whole show relies on the leading man up to this point. Yeah. It's like 100%. He does all this stuff, and everybody else is kind of just there. It's Hongo and his friends. Right. And so with the absence of him now, it's like, we got to make a good story now. Like, how do we make this interesting? Yeah. <laughs> Which, don't get me wrong, I'm saying it was interesting before. It's just... Uh, it's, it's way different now. Yeah, totally different. It's a do- it's almost a different show. It really is. Yeah. So, uh, Hongo pretty much is the deus ex machina of the, the thing. He mm-hmm. comes in to find solve the final solution. Yeah. He had three... His character had maybe four seconds of screen time, and it was all cuts from earlier episodes. Yes. So speaking of which, it starts off with a stock rider of mm-hmm. him just, like, riding around in, like, the dunes. Yeah, actually, I thought that it, at first I was like, oh, my God, is this like a rehash of episode one with him? Or is it because they took one clip of him when he's like hunched over the yeah the uh, handlebars. And then I think it was stunt double for the rest. Of yes. It. Yeah. Like the, all the back shots were like stunt, which is what would be done in a normal show now. Right. <laughs> yeah. He's uh, practicing for the all Japan motocross. Yeah. And so that's his reasoning. That's one of the reasons why he's not in the show, like in the show, because he's practicing for all Japan motocross right. or whatever. Um. Yeah, so it does that, and yeah. then it immediately switches over to the shocker uh, situation. I guess they're, you know, great leaders talking to yeah. their the uh, the goons. I have no way of calling. What are they called? Like their actual names? Before I keep calling them goons forever. Shocker troops. Shocker troops. Okay, so shocker goons. Yeah, <laughs> but um, uh, what I liked about this scene is he straight up says, "Yeah, you've been you've been brainwashed again." Like, yeah, you're my best soldiers. We brainwashed you twice. Yeah, <laughs> it's like what the heck. So yeah, so. The funny thing is, is that one of the characters is getting a lot more fleshed out without Hongo around his great leader. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) He's doing a lot more work. For sure. (laughs) I mean, the last couple episodes, there's a lot of, there was a lot of him explaining the whole Mm -hmm. uh, Cobra Man plot and all this. And this is him explaining the uh, the new monster. uh, Jabeke and (laughs) Who's apparently an amalgam of all the past monsters monsters that have lost. Not all of them, because there's no. Oh, no, there's not no, all of them. There's there's only four. It's only four, I believe. Yeah, it was the bat, um, man-eating Terrasarian, chameleon, and spider. Oh, and the spider. Okay, yeah, from the very first episode. And uh, so, but it's he's unconscious, and they say that you need for him to be revived. He needs the blood of specifically young women. Yeah, young women. Not just any blood. Yeah, just young women blood. <laughs> Can't be old women blood. Can't be young boy blood. Has to be young women. <laughs> yeah, young, young women blood. And so, so we see our our victims. Uh, uh, yeah. So it it goes to, uh, it co- ch- cuts to a church, mm-hmm. and uh, the the holy church of the first shocker. And <laughs> yeah, you see these this couple walking up, and this little kid runs by with a dog. And what is up with Japan at this time with little kids with tiny tiny short shorts? It's still a thing now. I know, but damn, it's like <laughs> the only time you see a kid in this show so far, they all have short shorts. There's no other clothing. It's it's the mandatory clothing, yeah. Uh, mandatory? Manda- I'm not, I'm oh, okay. But, okay. But for have- like a television show. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay, I thought you were serious. I was like, holy shit. <laughs> no, for like a television show, it's like, you got to know. Um, so, uh, yeah, it's a guy and a, a, a lady, and they're walking up to this church, and there's this creepy woman dressed in like black yeah veils and stuff yeah because you know going to a church black black veiled old lady that plays the organ is and so she comes up and she says I, they say i know this is sudden but can we get married like right now <laughs> and she just doesn't say anything and walks up to this rope of course that's out in the open for anybody to pull on and she pulls it on to like rings the bell ring the bell and then on the inside all the shocker troops run out yeah from like a hidden compartment and then there's like one guy 
who's wearing like priestly garb, except he's got a beret. Yeah. <laughs> he's got like a shocker beret on, and he's like the shocker priest. And they're all making their weird squeaky noises. Like and, and they he do. Go, but he goes up and he goes, oh, man, before they even come in. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So, in case you were wondering, the name of this episode definitely will be Shocker Church. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. So, uh, they go and get married. Now, I don't know the complete logistics of getting married in Japan because I've never done it. But I remember, if I remember correctly about the whole thing, is that you anybody can marry somebody in a ceremony because the ceremony doesn't matter. Right. It's uh, The legal process is done like at City Hall. Right. Unlike in America where you can be ordained and you can do the legal process as well as the ceremony. They're like completely different things, if I remember correctly, in Japan. So, like, it's actually like a full-on job that a lot of foreigners do is they'll just marry people. Because they're a white guy. Oh. <laughs> and then they'll marry in a Western manner. Gotcha. They don't have to be ordained or anything. They just do it. <laughs> so that's why um, it's still weird that they just come, can we get married right now? But the way that it's just like, yeah, they're just getting, they're just doing a ceremony real quick. Yeah. So it's not like the legit It's like thing. then they'll go later to City Hall and sign some paperwork and they'll be good. Okay. Gotcha. Um, so they're doing the marriage, and as soon as they say their vows, shocker goods jump out. Yeah. Well, <laughs> okay, so basically they're going through the thing, and the old lady is playing this the oh, yes. typical church music. And then all of a sudden she just starts playing this scary piano music, and that's when— it, And the kid is watching from outside. Yeah. Which I thought would be more of a big deal, but it's not. Yeah, <laughs> no, I, I thought it was going to play in a lot more, except for like two seconds of dialogue later in the— So it's possible that it could have in the original, mm-hmm. like— because cause how, like, most television shows, and I think it's probably this way, too, is, like, they're in pre-production for shows way before they're doing yes. the filming of it. Yeah. And so they probably had the script written, and this kid was already been, like, hired to be in this right. episode. So they're like, well, we got to throw him in somewhere. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it, it's basically after the marriage is done and they're, the couple's walking down the aisle the other direction, that's when they get then scary, all the scary music ju- piano. Just jump out and, like, and then it cuts to black and just a splatter of blood crumbs across <laughs> the screen. Yeah, this goon just pops out, punches this dude in the face like get jacked homie Pat. and then uh girls screaming yep just red everywhere <laughs> and then the next scene is, is in this the shocker base where they're feeding the blood of the young woman to the monster yeah lady's dead <laughs> very straightforward yeah this uh remember of course that this was a children's show that aired on sunday morning i believe of course <laughs> Here, here's a beaker of blood uh so then the monster wakes up and so you won't get this reference, but um, I, men- I mentioned a lot of like classic Doctor Who, and this looks a lot like the monsters from the uh, Fenris, the Fenris storyline in the Seventh Doctor in the eighties. They look like, um, which is funny because they look like uh, the vampires from that storyline, mm. which is funny because this guy is yeah, a bloodsucker, a, va- a bloodsucker, yeah. and like. One was done in England in the 1980s, and this one was done in Japan in the 1970s, but they still had the kind of, like, malted, moldy look. Uh-huh. That's what it kind of looks like. It looks like he's yeah. made out of, like, it looks like he's been dead for a long yeah, time. exactly. And so he kind of does look like this undead monster. Yeah, Um. It, but as far as amalgam creatures go, this is, he's so not intimidating. And he's also, <laughs> like, nothing like any of those other creatures. Because, I mean, it starts off good, right? Like, you see this weird face, and you're thinking, okay, whatever. But then he, like, slowly moves his fingers out from under the drapes, and it's, like, solid metal claws, and you're thinking, oh, this guy might look mean. And then he stands up, and you're like, oh, okay, never mind. He's got, mind. like, the little goofy wing things <laughs> yeah. under his arms, and... Like a shawl or drapes or something. And then they do his test to test out his powers, <laughs> which they do. 
they do this a lot in the show where they test out their powers to show you how it is so that yeah it's this um it's the weakest test i've seen of any of the shocker monsters yeah he just the test around. is his him jumping up to like half the height that, that hongo does and like doing a little thing it, he jumps down and he knocks them down yeah and the whole and time th- he's squealing and, and squeaking th- and then all of them the the head shocker troop is just like yeah common rider never stands a chance i'm like have you been paying attention i yeah. mean maybe not because i think every shocker goon that's met hongo is dead yeah but <laughs> true that and the, assuming well because the way the great leader was saying is that you're some of our best fighters so even if these were ones that survived conflict with them they've been brainwashed a second time yes. so it's probably <laughs> so it's just fear of hongo has been removed yeah so um then it goes to uh cafe amor yeah. yeah, Cafe Moore, and it's uh, Ruriko reading an invitation to a wedding. Yes. And this is where we get the backstory of Taki. Yeah. So Taki is Hongo's rival. Yeah. Unlike his previous rival. Yeah. yeah that's a different rival. This is Taki. Because that, <laughs> see, the, my understanding is the other one was a rival, like, okay, Hongo was his rival, as in he wants to be like Hongo, and this one is Hongo's rival, whereas Hongo I, I looks think up ma- to this guy. It might just be different motorcycle races, because I think that guy was like a street racer. This is a motocross racer, so you know. <sighs> I don't remember. Because Hongo, yeah. Anyway, so it's just like, <laughs> I think they just forgot that Hongo had another rival who turned yeah. who willingly turned himself into a monster. Right. Uh, and then Hongo blew up, and they never talked about yeah, it again. Yeah, never talked about it again until he was um, a scorpion man there. Yeah, so, uh, that's right, he was a scorpion man, so he's yeah. part of this amalgam made a monster he should be yeah um and i what what it was is that taki won yes the last thing that's the thing it's like taki actually i think has beaten hongo in a race that's what i'm saying is that the the difference is the that other guy, guy they said that he never beat hongo yeah he was always second place whereas yeah. this time it was so obviously hongo he wasn't was in place. this race because he would have been third right <laughs> <laughs> um then he's dead yeah well there's that <laughs> and then Ta- taki's getting married mm-hmm. and they're all about, like, is Hongo going to be there? And then it's funny because T- Tajibana says, well, like, so earlier uh, they talked about how he's tra- training for the motocross. Yeah. And I'm like, that would have been enough to be like, that's why he's late. Yeah, he's but trained. no, he's out getting research. He, he's also doing research. And then <laughs> Takashi says, uh, Tachibana, he says, um, it's really hard leading a double life. I'm like, dude, he's in like five lives because he's a genius yeah. researcher. I think he's he's like your star, the best client you have here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, he's leading at least three lives. He's he's a researcher. He's a motocross person, and he's common right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it's like it's like three, four lives. I don't know what you're talking about. And then it like transitions really quickly. It's the wedding. Well, yeah, because it goes to uh, I believe it goes to. The scene at the or, research center. Yeah, the, certain of the research center, which is another stock footage. Yeah, it shows of you a, like 0.5 seconds of when Hongo was researching the sound waves, I think. Yes. And, and he, then he lifts his head up, and then it cuts to the door, and now we get a new scene of his uh, research buddy. Yeah, yeah, open up. It's like, hey, Hongo, aren't you going to be late for the wedding? And then no cuts. response. Cuts to the wedding. Yeah. Boom. And then there's like nine people at the wedding. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there's uh, either the wedding. Okay. Just like before, the guy is reading to the the couple, but off in the, the rafters, I don't know what to call it, you see the Jabakin door. <laughs> the Jabakin J- door. Jabakin door staring at this young woman who's getting married, like, hmm, want and, some of that. And, and then the other guy's like, oh, you want her blood too. Wait, 
not here. There's nine people here. There's no way we could take him out. Yeah. And the <laughs> thing that gets me about this is the whole time I'm like, holy crap, is there a, there's got to be an easier, low-profile way to get women's blood. I mean, people going missing every time they go to get a wedding at your place yeah. just seems like... And we learn later that he's not that picky. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, but it, at first I'm sitting here thinking, like, come on, guys. You're you're a criminal organization. You've got no problem going out. My only thought is, is they don't mention it, but they know everybody else in Hongo's life. Maybe they know Taki. Yeah, that could be. Yeah, they're trying to... <laughs> <laughs> specifically target this guy so uh then it, the wedding ends they get uh taki and his wife they get married i don't think she ever right. no she gets a name and i'm thinking it's like maybe maybe jibagandor has like a a wedding out like a wedding uh dress fetish but uh, it was just too awkward for a great leader to explain no but thing is is he he uh will get there but he does have it's it, there is a thing so anyway so he uh so Taki and his wife get she she gets into a he puts her in a side like he's holding her like crossing the threshold type thing and he puts her in a sidecar yeah a sidecar and they drive sidecar. off and they also point out earlier that it was like it's kind of crazy that Taki Taki like is really confident in his abilities uh-huh. because he's getting married right before the big race pretty much right and uh, yeah it, it, at the same time Ritsuko and and Tachibana are talking about how Rico. What did I say? Ritsuko. Oh, we're Rico. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Why did I say Ritsuko? Who, who's Ritsuko? I think that's her friend. Is it? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know where I... Okay, wherever I got Ritsuko from. But <laughs> yeah, Rico and Tachibana are talking about how uh, Hongo's not there. And he's just like, I guess he didn't make it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh... uh Taki's driving with his wife and they're all happy and they're taking the worst possible path. They're driving down a quarry. Yeah, quarry. I wonder why. Yeah, We find out later why they're driving down a quarry. Um, (laughs) It's the same reason that in Power Rangers sometimes they drive down a quarry. It's a scene match. Yeah, you know, (laughs) this is where you're getting attacked, so. Yeah, so. uh, You see, okay, clearly it's supposed to be him flying. And I imagine there's just somebody like holding him up. (laughs) He's just flapping his wings. So it's just like, Taki's driving and he's all smiling because he just got married. He's just stoked and he just keeps looking back at his wife because he just got married, you know. Yeah, totally and then stoked. he's just driving and it's just like, and it's a really bumpy road, so they're going up and down. So and then he turns and then Jabokador's there. Suddenly Jabokador. This is a quick switch. It's like, oh, it's so, oh god, you look so much better in the other light. Yeah. Oh, what have I done? Um. So uh, he kind of crashes. Yeah, I just surprised. No, he stops and then he sees that his oh, wife's yeah. being taken and so he then he runs being after her off. and then that's when uh, uh gets in the way yeah and it's like and we see that Taki knows how to fight because oh, he's he's, he, he's fighting the monster yeah, very proficient. i mean he loses and he gets thrown off um this is where you start seeing that thing i was talking to you about how like the side characters are allowed to fight a certain number of shocker goons right before but they're not able to stand against the actual monster yeah the actual monster and then there's a seed match of uh hunger driving down a quarry and says too late from like another episode yeah it was another episode where he's... and then he transformed <laughs> and then we're like that's it for hungo that's it <laughs> this guy is much better at doing rider kicks i will say that uh much more dynamic i suppose yeah so like like i said i think that this guy is probably the guy they had act in the other costume yeah um but I'm not sure. I don't know. But uh, so the, the the one thing I would mention is as this guy is getting because at first he's doing a pretty good job fighting uh, Jamaican door, but then he gets his beat up. And I'm sitting here thinking, man, you guys are missing a total opportunity to bra- brainwash another guy here. Yeah. Like this is prime candidate. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe he's only got a 590 IQ. Yeah. Yeah. For God. <laughs> 595. <laughs> Son of a bitch. If only we could just bump his IQ six if, points. If you could only read one more book. <laughs> Um, yeah, anyways, uh, Hongo comes in with two kicks. Well, it's not Hongo in this case, but... Yeah. 
Kamen Rider. Uh, Kamen Rider comes in with like a couple kicks, which is funny because it's the first time the uh, the Rider kick has not just killed the monster. Yeah, for sure. And he does two of them. Yeah, it's like kick and then kick and then he starts strangling him on the ground. (laughs) Yeah, then they actually fight business. Um, and he's yelling at uh, Taki to go save the girl, so he runs off to go fight some goons, which he does really well. He does really, really well. He's he's taking on the goons and a couple hip tosses, some shoulder tosses, a couple kicks and punches from and and he manages to. Get his wife and get her into the motorcycle and drive off. And yep. you probably didn't expect that. No, did you? totally didn't. Um, and then Hongo was fighting Jabekador, and uh, Jabekador, like, oh, we're just saying it all wrong, but I'm just going to keep doing it yeah, for the Jibekindor, rest of it. Jabekador, it's the thing. It's Jabekador. Uh, Jabekador. Jabekador. <laughs> uh, he, like, throws Hongo into some dirt. Yeah, so like, the, the thing about this is at this point, I was getting kind of upset that the only thing that Jibakondor has is flight. From all these amalgam creatures, he's not using yeah, his claws they're, 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 at all. And I'm sitting there going, like, what the heck? Well, he gets tossed on the ground, and then he goes invisible. And I'm like, oh, okay, there we are. Chameleon. Yeah. Thank and, you. And then he, like... That's how he gets the upper hand on him. Y- yeah, he, like, surprises him, and then he throws him, yep. and uh, and just leaves him. Doesn't do anything about yeah, that he afterwards. Yeah, gets, he gets stuck... He, he gets thrown into a pile of dirt, and he's up to his waist in it. So basically, all you see is the the butt end of... Yeah, and his legs Common are- Rider poking out with his leg twitching. And, you know, the... Jeepa Condor is all prouder, pleased yep. with himself, and I guess that's all he needs to do. Yeah, not gonna finish him off, and then he goes up, and and then it goes to the hospital yep. where basically Taki's wife is like recovering. Yeah, will she recover? Question mark. It's like a, I don't know what happened to her. She got she's just scared. I guess so. She didn't. Nothing happened to her. She she had an attempted kidnapping. <laughs> so um, Taki explains what happened. He's just like we thought. I, I thought we were gone, and then Common Rider came and saved the day. And uh, Tachibana is there, and he's just like, like Common Rider. Common Rider came? Yeah, so then he, he calls. So then it goes to a couple of scenes of like phone ringing, and it's uh, Tachibana ringing all the places that Hongo could be. be. Do you remember when that used to be a thing? Yeah. <laughs> he's calling all the places that Hongo could be, and he's not getting any answer because Hongo is buried half alive. Yeah, exactly. Um, and so it cuts from there, and it's like showing uh, Jebekendor. Yeah, he's getting his killing spree on. So he kills a woman. Like walking down the road, yeah, like a young girl almost. And then he kills somebody else, and then he goes after a ballerina. All of them are wearing white. Yeah, yeah. So it's the idea that he only goes after young like girls. Yeah, white. Yeah, so he's going after girls that are wearing white, which is pro- the whole thing with the wedding dress. See, the ballerina scene was really weird. It was really long, yeah, and drawn out. It was really drawn. It was like from the top down. Even though she's getting attacked, it's like she's dancing. So she's they went like twirling around, and it's just like a very. It was 115% art house. It was yeah, like, like like how it uh, was like the first couple of episodes. Yeah. How like they would be like, oh, and then he bites your neck and then there's the splatter of blood. Yeah. They're trying to do some deeper meaning with that scene. Like this is exactly, you, I'm watching it and I'm thinking student film. Yeah. No, seriously. 100%. It's a student, it's a, basically a student film quality. Uh, Like a early 90s student film. Yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> like the first, the original Evil Dead style. Finn. <laughs> you're because uh, you like remember the original uh, the original Evil Dead was like a student film yeah and then he got some money and he did Evil Dead 2 which wasn't wasn't a sequel it was like a remake yeah but <laughs> and now we have a remake remake which is yeah pretty good <laughs> I like it anyways uh so but yeah it's like very student film but like mm-hmm. we're saying something but we're because yeah. there's like we I don't have enough money to say anything really yeah I can't remember <laughs> the music but it's like slow motion it's like the ballerina's dancing while she's getting attacked and then the blood splatter. <laughs> It's like, and you're supposed to read into it. Yeah, nothing's correct. It's all you're just supposed to argue with everybody else there and sip wine. And then it cuts to uh, um, 
Tachibana, I think Tachibana is, is reading research. the newspaper because this is we we got to remember something. 1970s and 1980s things appear in the newspaper instantly. Of course. Like 30 seconds later, yeah. somebody's reading about it in the newspaper. At least 12 newspapers a day. Yeah. So then uh they're like so this is the interesting thing where we see more of the team. Yep. Because it's it's Tachibana, Ruiko, Taki's there too. No, no, he's not there yet. No, what happens next? Because it's it's just uh, Tachibana goes to the the church. I'm thinking of the next yeah, different thing in the scene later. Yeah, Tachibana yeah, just goes to the church to check it out. Right, and then he he runs into the little kid who's holding his dog, and he's like, "Hey, if you're getting married here, you probably shouldn't." And then it runs off. End of kid. Yeah, and the kids it, it, Tachibana's like, "What do you mean?" But the kid's gone. He's got nothing to do with this. So there's a, there's a cool scene of like Tachibana sneaking around, and then like Taki sneaking Taki's around. Taki sneaking around on the roof of the building. Yeah, he does like a, oh, I'm gonna front flip off of this. Whatever. Yeah, he doesn't really, but might <laughs> but as well he's, bring he's, a ninja. He's not, um, I'll give you a little like hint here. Uh, I'll tell you what's going on here. Taki's giving off main character energy for sure, big and time. It's, it's not just energy. No. So, uh, just so you know, he's a character in the show. He's like a main character uh, in this show. This I is know like, where this is going. You this just is, spoiled me, some bitch. No, it's actually probably not what you think. Okay, but he okay. is a um. He's like the Hongo replacement in the story, oh. with not f- without the common writer part. Gotcha. Of it. Okay. Yeah. No. 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 That makes yeah. sense because he yeah he comes down, he bumps into Tachibana, and they have like a little short tussle. Yeah. Where he gets the upper hand, and, and just with the way yeah. he's fighting throughout, it makes sense. Yeah. You need yeah, a guy so that does the human regular fights, right? While they don't have Hongo around. Yeah. So Taki is actually and initially the main character in the common writer spirits manga. Because yeah. he's like an outside view of the common Rider. Because in the common Rider Spirits manga, common Riders are super powerful. Okay, yeah. There's a there's a line in it that like Taki says where uh, they're in like a war torn country, and like the evil organization is there with like tanks and like modified humans. And then I think it was common Rider Two is there, Nico, and he's there. And the line is, there might not be a god or a Buddha, but there is a common rider. Right. <laughs> and it's like, like. Well, I mean, just uh, from the description of what they're capable of doing, we don't we don't see any of that in the show because there's limitations based on. Dude, you know, they're able to survive nuclear bombs. Yeah. But, <laughs> and they're able just, to get stronger as they get stronger. Yeah. They're yeah, able so to just like the way the, that they describe yeah. them and their capabilities. It's like, yeah, this dude can jump over a mountain, whatever. Yeah. So, yeah. uh, but anyways, he's uh, but he's get this is like his introductory episode. Yeah. Okay. Uh, um, but yeah, so he fights uh T- Tachibana and Taki like they tussle and fight and. Taki was obviously going to win that fight, but yeah. he realized it was Tachibane was. And then they just stop. They just full on punch them each other in the face, like pretty hard. Yeah, and several then they're times, just like, slam each other against they're the They're like, walls. okay, well, this, oh, old lady, this old lady's coming out. We should hide. Yeah, because well, he, he's like, what are you doing here? And he's like, oh, I'm, I'm, uh, or he's like, I'm, I'm, uh, every, searching for clues or something like that. Because like, every what about time you? I look at, I forgot his wife's, Yuko? I think his wife's is Yuko. Yuki, yeah, yeah, something like that. Uh, every time I look at her, I just get angry. Yeah, because he's so, like, oh, uh, so you're here for a revenge. He's, he's like, like, I got to do something about yeah, this. Yeah, I got to do something. So um, they hide from the old lady, and then they yeah, go. She's the old lady covered in black, and now they added something. She's got extremely curly shoes. <laughs> she's got, like, elf shoes. Yeah. They're black. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're, like, witch curled shoes or whatever. Yeah. It's ridiculous. And, and, and the, fun, the funny thing is, is we can spoil this. Nothing comes to this lady. Yeah, I was about to say. <laughs> this nothing. is literally the whole, I think this is, no, this, this is the next to last time we see her. Yeah. She has nothing to do with it besides I mean, she plays totally the piano. she's totally shocker. 
just once it, I don't know what it is about this show, but it, it introduces these weird women and does nothing with them. Yeah. Like we have our stalking ladies, nothing to do with it. They, they're gone. Yeah. So uh, then they skedaddle. And they, they didn't pass their 90 day, you know. Yeah. <laughs> their 90 day. They uh, don't get the benefits from Shocker. It's like, hey, I'm yeah. sorry, we have to fire you. Your, your, your Val P period didn't go through. Uh, sorry. Gotta go. So if you can return the shirt, we would really <laughs> like it. So then they go re. Then they're back at Cafe More. This is the second. This is the scene that I was confusing because there's pretty much just the same scene. Uh, but it's now it's uh, Taki's there and they're coming up with a plan. Right. And then. Uh, uh, Taki makes his now you know he's got a 600 IQ because he makes a leap he he does a main character conclusion yeah he's like oh the base must be under the church there must be a shocker base under the church it's like dude you're just now finding out shocker how the hell do you <laughs> 30 600? seconds ago you had no idea who shocker yeah, was just like that 601 IQ he's yeah. ready to be brainwashed <laughs> so uh, Tachibana comes up with a plan <laughs> I don't know why these employees haven't quit. Ruriko has a reason. She's invested. But the other two, it's like, dude. Yeah, you know, the guy who just works there and uh, Ruriko's friend just yeah. have hang out. Part of the Scooby gang, I guess. Yeah, it's like, you know, it's been two months since I since there's been Maybe break-ins. really good. Kidnappings. Yeah. It's like, dude, you're just bringing all this stuff. <laughs> it's like, okay, I'll give you double. <laughs> so, um. They're making a solid $5 a week, you know. <laughs> yeah, 1970. Um. <laughs> So he says the plan, and he brings. He says the plan, and they're by themselves. I love this because this happens all the time, especially in these old shows. <laughs> it's just them in the cafe. Yeah, but they have to huddle, huddle, get close to each other to explain the secret plan. Yeah, it's a, it's a very it's a very fancy scene change thing. You know, you know they huddle and then poop. There we go. Yeah, because they wanted to. They didn't want to just say, "Here's the plan," and cut hard. They wanted to kind of fade in. Mm-hmm. But so, and then the plan. Is Tachiban is gonna marry Rico in a fake wedding to draw people out? Right, and their <laughs> their disguises. He's got a fake mustache, and she has glasses on, which of course means that they won't recognize him from the fact that they were attending the church the day before. Yeah, just the day before. <laughs> it's a fake mustache, and she's wearing glasses. She's a different person. Right. That's Especially that's Clark Kent logic right there. During the during the wedding, Rico's just like. Or no, she the the guy asked Tachibana if he'll yeah, take, they're because uh, they're, they're going through the vows. They have <laughs> fake names, but he asks him, "Do you want to marry this woman?" And he she's he's about to answer, and she's like, "Oh, don't do this for real now." No, as she, if uh, they they go through the vows, but she says, "Don't take any of this seriously." Okay, that's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> and like that's the thing. It's like it's just a ceremony because they're not legally married or anything. Right, right. See, had you had you not explained that earlier, I was going to ask, like, okay, are they technically married though, even if it's fake names? Does yeah, that count, <laughs> dude. In uh. I think it might be Texas. You can get married by proxy. You can have somebody else at your wedding. <laughs> you don't even show up to your own wedding. Yeah. Well, they do it for like people who are in jail. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> so, but anyways, uh, so, uh, and of course, then uh, they get attacked. Of course. And they they're fighting their way out. Yeah. Okay. So she starts playing the creepy music. They come rushing out. They they're prepared for this. So they run through the front doors. Oh, we forgot to mention that like when they were getting out of the car. Yeah, Tachibana like knocked on the trunk of his car and says, "I want you to look around, but if you find anything, don't get don't get in trouble." And in the trunk is the other two employees. Yeah, the the bartender and her friend. We never see never again. again. (laughs) Yeah, it was just part. They're just just, brought up. They're in the shocker base. I honestly thought there was going to be more to it, but no. Literally, they they run out of the church, they get in the car, and they drive off. Well, they they run out to the church and like they're fighting off shocker units, and then Taki jumps off of the roof again. Yeah, or jumps off of the roof into the shocker goons and is like knocking them all he off. Just, so that starts whipping ass, man. So that uh, 
uh, Ryuko and Tachibana can drive off, and they do. And he's outnumbered like 10 to 1, but he's like fighting them off. And then yeah, he runs around a corner. They're trying to stab him. He's just to- tossing them around. So he runs around a corner, and you're like, oh, so he's fine. He's, he's just bought them time to escape, and then he's running away. And then you see them run away from Dakar. He's just jumped on his motorcycle, yep. and he's coming after them. <laughs> It's pretty good. I mean, the only thing that's significant about this scene, really, besides him, you know, kicking all kinds of ass, is that uh, Jiba Condor is headed towards uh, Tachibana and Rico. Yeah, he's 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 got his focus on the, the lady yeah. in white. So he's going, and uh, there's a chase of um, yeah, him Tachibana that. driving the car with Rico in him, and then uh, Jiba Condor is like flying after them. Yeah, and then he eventually he's on top of the roof. They hit the brakes, doesn't do anything. And then they, like, run out of the car, and then Kamen Rider appears at the, at the, at the, pet, at the horizon. Yeah, because I think there's, like, one split scene before where he's like, oh, they're being chased or whatever. Yeah. It's all in the suit, so. Yeah. And so then Kamen Rider appears, and he just kind of jumps onto the top of the car, and they start a, a pretty long fight. Yeah, it's it's not It's not very paced. good. It's a, not a great fight, and it's kind of slow motion. Um, Not slow motion. It's, like, just couple frames slower than usual yeah to make it look like it's uh probably just to make it longer yeah um and so uh oh the, oh, the one thing that's important for me and this is something we were talking about earlier is uh at when jiba condor sees him across the field he's like oh i'll finish you now and i'm sitting there going what the heck you had the opportunity <laughs> if, you, if you were really so interested in finishing him you could have done it there when he was you know incapacitated yeah <laughs> waist deep in the dirt <laughs> so like and, did he think he was done from that so anyways uh and it turns out that Kamen Rider is losing. Yeah. And Tachibana is doing the commentary of this. Mm-hmm. And then he throws out the idea. He says, run away Com- on the Kamen Rider, run away on the cyclone. Two things with this. One, he's supposed to be saving you. <laughs> so uh, the thing is, is like it wasn't explained very well. But Tachibana knows how Kamen Rider works. Uh-huh. So riding on the cyclone generates the wind turbine and gives him power. Because uh, there is a, a thing where... Uh, internal monologue you hear him say that he's running out of power yeah so that's also relevant so that's how he he fuels up Mm -hmm. and um that was supposed to be the main thing about it like that's the bike that falls that's why he transforms always on the bike or when he's jumping because of the turbine at the belt but riding on the cyclone his motorcycle gives him the power the quickest because it's going the fast right so he Karate chops, yeah, like four, four, like four times in the head. I'm pat, like, what? Just pat. keep going on that, man. That seems to be working fine. Yeah. <laughs> just chop his head so off. So he jumps onto his bicycle and then drives off. And then Condor is just like, you're running away. And it's just multiple scenes of him going away. And then he like rides up onto a a, a, a ledge. Yeah, like a dirt mound. Dirt mound turns around and then like just starts plowing towards Condor and comes like, what? It's like, what's going on? Whoa, uh, oh, maybe I should jump. So he jumps up in the air because he's flying. Yeah. And then you think to yourself, oh, uh, maybe he will jump off the bike and do a riding kick in the air. No. no. He just jumps the bike. Jumps the bike. Like the the thing is, it's like usually when they do the whole bike jump, it looks like they're kind of like pulling the bike up. Yeah. And it's just like, it was like a gentle pull up of the bike and the bike <laughs> just flies into the air. Yeah. Runs just into him. Slams into Jiba Condor and Jiba Condor like. Goes off and blows up. <laughs> but the way he does is like you can tell it's a freeze frame, uh, like cut out. Yeah, he, he's just like moving across the sky and it without blow, blows up. No, it's just it's one of those things. Vehicular manslaughter. Slaughter. It's just such a wholesome Sunday morning kid. So thing. then he lands and like they're nice and like uh, yeah, yeah, Tachibana yeah. and Rico come up and like thank him. Doesn't say anything and then starts riding off. And Tachibana is like relieved by the whole thing. He kind of crashes down. He's like, ah, oh, it's over. And then Ruka's just like, all the time, like, hmm. like, 
This is this is the time. And so she just steals the car and drives off after her. <laughs> she's getting payback on the wrong person. You know? Yeah, because Hunko is the one who left her in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, she, she touch was like, oh, what are you doing? And then middle of the field, leaves Dajibana, goes after Kamra. Uh, and then there's a nice scene of Taki and his wife driving off like she's recovered. Right. Yeah, it ends with him. Yeah, but they're both in full white. No, they're in like normal clothes now. They're no longer in their wedding clothes. Because well, I, he, he looked like he was in a white tuxedo, and she was in a white like dress—not wedding dress, but a uh, uh, I don't even know what to call it. Just really, they're overdressed for it being in a bike. Is what I'm yeah, trying to say. But um, he's a champion motocross yeah, like, player, so it's like normal clothes for going out to see theater yeah. or yeah. something. They're going on their honeymoon. Yeah. So uh, in a quarry. Yeah, in a quarry, and then uh, some stock footage of Hongo driving off. Yep. Yeah, the same one we've seen like four times. Yeah. Well, they used to do that stock scene even when he, he was in the show. It was exactly. Just, it's it's kind of uh, his... Uh, uh, it's like the Hulk walking the, the down David the David Banner Hulk, yeah. you know, walking down like thumbing a ride. Um, and like that was the end of the episode. <laughs> yeah. So what is your suck? So the, the bad guy's stupid. I mean, I've said that before though, so I don't want to just uh, rely on that. Well, the thing is, is like, yeah. There's I mean, only so much you can do. But no, like there was, there was so much potential. Like yes. even the whole story could have been exactly the same. Yes, they could have kit bashed a cool suit out of the pieces of the other suit mm-hmm. that would have looked like Frankenstein weird. Yeah, but it's but would have would have fit the point because yep. it's like he's a com- he's a conglomerate of the other monsters. He is a Frankenstein monster of the other yeah. monsters. So. Instead, they just came up with a new one and then said it was. If they wouldn't have even said he wasn't a designed of the other ones mm-hmm. it probably would have been more okay but you were you were built up of like this is going to be the ultimate monster and you're like right. looks like another monster yeah and plus with the way he got taken out it seems like if there was ever a chance or never an opportunity to have a recurring villain this would have been it i mean you can tell you can tell that they are kind of uh stuck with this they're trying to very quickly recover yep. from the actor so it's like they're not putting much thought into this villain yeah so it's not like they had weeks to be like we can do so much stuff with this but uh Rather than rag on the villain, okay, I will say my suck is that the long, drawn-out ballerina scene was just really weird. Yeah. And uh, the, there's really no deeper meaning to the scene, so it, it's, it's just kind of out of place. That kind of goes to my suck. My suck is that it was trying, some parts of it were trying too hard. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I mean, like, the idea was there, and if they would have tried a little bit less, it would have been fine. For sure, yeah. I mean, they could have just, like, done a quicker cuts with that and yep. just had Tachibana been like, killed like nine women or something like that to be like yeah make him make him more dangerous yeah or just yeah so you, they just clip the the murders and then be like boop there we go yeah there's actually 12 of them yeah yeah like they do on on uh kuga yeah really where well. they just like suddenly there's 136 dead you know yeah. like, whoa yeah you saw three <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's crazy um so what is your segoy so uh, my segoy is that despite just how weird some of the scenes were i thought uh, the whole episode was interesting. I mean, it, it it was different, but I didn't dislike the format. You know, I didn't dislike the uh the way that they set up and used both the perspective of the Shocker troops as well as uh Tachibana and like and all of them. The thing is, is like this could have been a a good episode done this way, even without Hongo exactly like being out because it's like it's the it's a it's a traditional common writer story, but like. Common Rider is a secondary character. Yeah. It's kind of, uh, they've, they've did it with, um, there was an episode of Babylon 5 mm. where like it was deep into the lore of Babylon. It was like episode four. It was like season four or five where it was like deep into Babylon 5. Right. Season lore. But the episode was just 
two maintenance guys who worked on the bottom of the of the uh right uh, of the the ship and like their view of these big time events and this war happening and all this stuff and they're just doing their job right and there's a couple of things like that like uh there's this new star trek it's a comedy show but there's this new star trek animated series mm. called underdeck okay and it's about like the people who just work in the bottom of the rung, not yeah. like not the captain and all this stuff. Yeah, they, they don't know anything about the you know clone infestation or yeah. It's just it's just like the normal people's view of these outside things. I've, I think I've talked about it before about uh, Gotham Central, where yeah. it's just the normal cops working in Gotham City, where there's <laughs> the Joker and Batman fighting and stuff, right. and they're just trying to do their job. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that this 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 episode even without this whole thing was a good episode with it like having the secondary perspectives mm-hmm. uh my segoy is of course taki yeah i just love the fact that he's let this like he's just like op yeah i'm just gonna marry sue this whole thing i'll just gonna be like and somehow he's just like let's just throw out this whole romance thing i'm married man yeah <laughs> there's no there's no there's no i there's nothing that like ryuko mate like him you know it's like dude my wife's back home i don't know i'm just gonna fight shocker yeah it's okay um, she's, she's recovering from yeah shock i suppose well no she's fine at the end yeah totally fine <laughs> yeah i don't know i'm trying to remember i'm wondering if it was maybe they they scrapped a, the thought of her getting infected with the bat and stuff yeah you know um, or like maybe some sort of toxin i mean because that's something that we've seen before yeah yeah like some mind control there was a couple stuff. of things where like that might be another suck but there was a couple of like almost missed opportunities but it was just like they didn't have like there was enough that this could have been almost a two-part episode yeah that's definitely because there was the whole kid thing yeah they could have been more uh like the ending of the first episode could have been uh and beating common rider yeah and then carry on that but and that's a missed opportunity but i like you can tell even though they ended up with something that was decent you know decent story at least as the story structure goes yeah there's you can tell there's a lot of threads there like you can tell they were just brainstorming in a room throwing stuff yeah. in a pot and being like okay what are we gonna do here yeah and so, so they're they're, they're grasping us and uh it's like like i said it's like 13 or 14 where they actually like figure out what they're doing uh-huh so they they take it it's like a month of solid of like episodes of them just being like they're we gotta scramble to here <laughs> yeah. you gotta admire the uh the quick i mean these days if they didn't just have uh, the upper body, like it doesn't matter if it's paralyzed from waist down or whatever, we just need to see your face. But uh, <laughs> if they didn't do that, this show would probably just be put on hey, It's like, hey, sorry, guys, we're done yeah, here. We're just going to repeat the f- these episodes over and over yeah. again. But I mean, back then, there's no way they could afford it. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not like there's not the uh, the rigid, like we've got 12 sponsors, you know, we can afford to have two or three weeks about the show on air, yeah. you know. So now we have to figure out, does this affect the Ichigo Rider ranking? Oh, he, he's number six right now. I just, I don't think I should put him up or down. It's kind of, he's, he's treading he, he water. He was barely in the water. He was barely in the episode. He's, and he's, I honestly don't feel like. If we were just basing on the show, because remember, because this is something that's like really hard for us to separate. We base it on the character, not on the show. Right. If we're basing it on the show, it's amazing what they did in this episode in spite of what they had. Right, for sure. Um. And as so the show would have gone up, and it's kind of like how Kuga would be way higher up if it was based on the show, but it's based on the character Kuga, yeah. and this is based off the character of Ichigo, and he was not in the show. Yeah, and the other thing, okay, so if, if I had to extrapolate with as little information as we've got for the episode, if he wasn't already at the bottom, I would probably drop him down one. My reasoning is that we have no idea what the research he was doing was, Yeah, but it's like... You missed your friend's wedding, man. Yeah, he doesn't have many friends, Mm -hmm. and he was just really focused on the motocross thing, which is like, I understand that you want to beat your rival, but the dude's also having a wedding. Yeah. Uh, He invited you. Maybe just show up. Show up on time. He was late. 
Yeah. That's that and somehow I guess he was chasing him down in the quarry. But <laughs> yeah, well you, he didn't even so he didn't show up on time then he showed up after it was over. He showed up after the wedding was over and maybe maybe that's the road to the churches through the quarry perhaps. <laughs> and he was on his the way there maybe it's like maybe I'll catch the reception. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I feel like I would drop him down just from that but uh he's already at the bottom. So. He's already there. Yeah. And it's not really his fault just yeah, that uh, it, right now he's in a lull but he has a whole bunch more episodes. Yeah. So and he does he, uh, hung, uh, the actor does come back. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So, um, otherwise, I would totally be like, "Hey, can we just stop watching this? Hey, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> this is going to be weird." <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's the writer ranking. So, um, he's still at number six. Mm-hmm. Hard to do anything more. So, we need to see the character do anything. <laughs> uh, so the next episode is called "The Murderous Gekugarius." <laughs> Gekugarius. They're just making up words now. Yeah. Wow. Uh, what language is that even? Or is it uh, Yamagaris, maybe? Um, it's probably just another word they made up. Chabagador. Um, uh, yeah, it looks like it's just a... It's a it's like a gecko monster. Okay. Uh, it's Yeah, it's like a mon- Like this one was supposed... It didn't look like it, but it was supposed to be a condor monster. Right, yeah, it didn't look, look anything nothing at Nothing like a condor. Not even slightly like a condor. Um, and this one is like a... Um, a gecko monster. And I guess that by itself raises questions. With all of the past monsters of the series... How, how did the they heck? come up with condor? Yeah. Oh, the combination is a condor. Obviously, the combination between uh, a chameleon, a spider... A bat. A, a bat, and what was the last plant. one? A plant. A plant? Yeah. That's obviously a condor. condor. Come on. What else could it be? What else could it be besides absolutely any of those things? It's like between an insect, a, a lizard, a plant... Not an insect, an arachnid, mm-hmm. a plant, a lizard, and a mammal. A Obviously, mammal. you get a bird. I get a bird. <laughs> a blood sucking bird. <laughs> oh my god! It didn't even. It didn't have a beak. It didn't have wings that were legit. It was more like it did like it did like, like, a, like, a, like in a way that a flying squirrel has wings. Yeah, you know, but with even less space. Yeah, so uh, I've seen what this monster looks like, and it kind of looks like a gecko. Kind of? So yeah. <laughs> I mean, it looks like a gecko, and the same with the chameleon looked like a chameleon. Yeah, um, so there's at least some resemblance. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. So the movie that we were that we didn't see was... Uh, uh, oh, no, that's, that's a different movie. Uh, there's a movie that appears between 51 and 52. That's a different movie. Oh, okay. Anyways. Uh, oh, wait, so it's... Go Go Common Writer is actually it hasn't appeared yet. It's a movie version of episode thirteen. Okay. So um it it it, it uh appears in theaters in July. But so yeah, no nobody watches it because it's just a movie version of an episode. And of yeah. an episode. Um Does it have added scenes or something? No, I don't think so. I've never seen it. Oh. But it's like I guess if episode 13 is really good and we both unanimously agree, wow, this is one of the best episodes they've ever had, maybe it'll be worth seeing what they could possibly do (laughs) with the movie version. But uh, I'm feeling like it's not going to be. But our next episode will be Kamen Rider Kuga. 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 Episode 11, entitled Promise. I remember this one. I remember it because I remember the word promise and I remember what the promise is. Oh, okay. (laughs) It actually applies to the episode. If I remember correctly, this might actually boost Yusuke up, if I remember Ooh, correctly. Nice. Okay. Um, looking forward to that. Yeah, because we just had Fierceness, and now it's going to be Promise. Fierceness, Promise. Okay. Oh, no. It's like a two-part episode. 
Okay, I'm cool with that also. Yeah. It makes it fair for double. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, any other thoughts about this episode? I mean, it's it's pretty exciting, actually, how they're just seeing how they're pulling stuff out of their yeah, butt. Yeah, no, it's, it it's really inspiring. <laughs> you know, it's like I almost feel like I don't have any excuse. Now I got to go work out or something. Yeah, it's just like, oh, man, I don't feel right. Hey, the main actor broke his leg, and they just made the show anyways. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. It's like, dang. <laughs> you just, oh, you mean we can't have our main actor? <laughs> Who we'll figure it, it out. Yeah, <laughs> we only needed him for the first couple. Now, now they're hooked. Yeah, now, now we got him. <laughs> now, with how good that episode was, with nothing to go off of, uh, like they're gonna have to really step up the game when the main actor comes back. Yeah, like you just, but like when he comes back, it's a big deal. Anyways, um, yeah, don't tell me. Yeah, don't tell me, but. okay. So our next episode will be Kuga Promise. Okay, well that's gonna wrap it up for us. Writing Through the Ages has been a production of Fanboy Opinion. You can find out more information at fanboyopinion.com. You can email us at fanboyopinion at gmail.com if you have any questions or comments. You can also follow us at fanboy underscore opinion on Twitter if you want to follow any new information about the show or want to tweet about it. If you have any questions about any podcatchers, be sure to let us know. Please don't forget to rate and review us on any Anywhere you're, any way you find us. I'm Eric. I'm Eugene. And we want to thank you again for riding with us. <laughs>